Thank you for joining us on uh, HXGN Radio. I'm your host, Frank Yope. I'm looking forward to explore today's topic with our expert guests. So let's get started. I'm here with Mike Scott, who is Executive Vice President at AEC, AE Solutions. In today's episode, we will discuss the safety uh, aspects at the plant. So uh, welcome, Mike, and uh, thanks for uh, taking the time and joining us here. I understand, you know, at owner-operator, safety is one of the key things, you know, that they're concerned at, at the plant. And I believe that instrumentation plays an important role in this whole safety aspects. I'm coming from the engineering side myself. So when we build a plant, everything is fine, working fine. But over time, of course, things change and there is a risk, you know, that maybe things are not so safe anymore. Is that where you, you come in and, and, and try to help the owners to retain that, that safe safety in their systems? Definitely. The, if you think capital project, you start out designing something on paper. Maybe it's an EPC, multiple EPCs, and it lasts for several years. And you build this brand new plant. You go out, you commission it, you give the keys to the operator. And right. at that point in time, they're off making sellable product. And things start to change as you go through in time. It might be debottlenecking a unit, might be unit optimization. If you go all the way in the future for Brownfield, it could be compressor train A and B and compressor train B went down and we made an economic decision not to bring that thing back in service. And through all of that, basically you have changes to instrumentation and controls that again impact functional safety or process safety. And the important part is, is to make sure that the folks on the operations side of the fence, know when they're touching one of those important pieces of instrumentation. And it's not always easy. There's lots of right. siloed yeah. bits and pieces of information out there that's often difficult to connect the dots on. Right. So how do you do that? How do you capture the existing situation in order to, to manage it and make it better? So I'm a voting member on the ISAS 84 committee. I'm on the 61511 committee. And the interesting thing is, is most folks, whether it's at the EPC or an end user, believe or, or think the safety life cycle is about making documents. I'm making safety requirements back. I'm making cause and effects. I'm making functional test plans or silk outs. And it's really not about making documents. It's about execute design against assumption, making the documents, monitoring those assumptions in real time, and sustaining your business by identifying bad actors. So, as I go forward, I've got to be able to identify those bad actors and make changes at the facility to cost effective remove risk from the business. That's the heart and soul. That's the most important piece. And I got to make sure that capital project delivers something that's easy for the end user to actually do that. And right now it, it's difficult and hard. Right. Yeah. Do you have to walk down the, the plant or so to, to, to capture that information or? If it's a brownfield and they haven't done yeah. that, there is a lot of digging yeah, right, right, to right. come up with that basis. If it's a greenfield, it's a matter of capturing what you already paid money for yeah, and just exactly. making sure it's readily accessible and easy right, to get right. that. So now you have all the information either from the brownfield or from the greenfield product. You do some analysis on that to determine if the system is in the safety limits? Yeah. And so I'll give you an example. Right. So I live in Alaska and I work with 14 different facilities and their older brownfield. And so the front line of defense for effects process safety is facility engineers. They're two to four year experienced folks right out of school. They're the gatekeepers on that management of change paperwork. And they're just learning the process unit. Never mind the subtleties of instrumentation and controls, the subtleties of process engineering, the subtleties of 
at safety instrument and system engineering. And if they don't know what they don't know, and they don't check the little box effects process safety on the MOC form, it all falls through the cracks. Right. So I need to make process safety simple so that person who's the gatekeeper can run a report, figure out that pressure transmitter PT100 is using a SIL2 safety function, guarding against primary loss and containment, and yes, effects process safety is, right. is checked as yes. Because when I check the box, most of the facilities have a bunch of senior engineers that are gonna come in and help and make sure that the right things are done at the right step and the right process, and we maintain the integrity of those loops. If I don't check that box, it all falls mm -hmm. to the wayside and kind of right. systematic errors can, can occur. And a real world example is I had a uh, loop, a high temperature, closed a valve, and it was used six different places in the, in the HAZOP. Facility engineering found it in five of them, which was all commercial only. So they decided it wasn't a big deal. We can bypass it. We got bypassed for six months. They missed it in the sixth place. It was a SIL2 safety function. Oh, wow. And so yeah. significant risk to the yeah. facility because right. it's difficult to get through that information. All right. Well, you bring up HAZAP. So you play a role in, in the whole HAZAP study, going to see the cause and the consequences of all these instruments in the different systems? Yeah. So to make the safety lifecycle simple, we created a tool called AE Shield, and it starts with the HAZOP and the layer of protection analysis, the safety requirement spec, the SIL calculation engine, right. cause and effects, functional test plans, anything in the safety lifecycle, managing safety functions or critical protection layers is in the tool, one-stop shopping, making functional safety simple. Perfect. So, uh, as you know, here we, we at Hexagon PPM, we have like smart PNIDs and smart instrumentation. So if a plan has been built or has that information in those systems, can you see that that can be leveraged in your solution? Can that be a one and one is three? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> the whole concept, one of the key fundamentals that we've got in the tool is that one of the patented features is called real world model. And it's the instrument tag in there is a specific tag unique entity. So if somebody types that in smart plan instrumentation, PT100, why retype that in other tools to make an SRS, to make a cause and effect, to make a SIL calculation? And that's mm -hmm. what you've got at the moment. You've got disparate tools, whether they're Microsoft or third-party packages, all off and yeah. people putting the same information in multiple places. Right. right now, if you type PT100 in one place in the smart plan instrumentation side of the fence, I can pull that stuff in. And that is an intelligent device. And let's say that's a pressure transmitter and that's used in three different safety functions. Hmm. Later on in life, you had an intrinsically safe barrier. Well, because of the object-oriented side of the fence on my side, update that in one place. The other two calculations auto-update, yeah. as do all yeah. the other deliverables. So, yeah, there's a definite synergy. I'm a consultant doing safety lifecycle services, but my passion is, is making that front-end safety instrument and system engineering reducing the man hours on that so an end user can focus on the monitor and sustain piece. Right. That's the heart and soul of the standard. I need to make that simple so that they can remove risk from the business. Exactly. I totally agree with you. And now some of the uh, keynotes at this conference said that we need to find the I in data. I know it's not a spelling error, but <laughs> it is the information in data. And what they mean is that you can have data, 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 but the data need to be in context to make it information for the guy to make the right decision. So are you, once you do collect it, you have now collected all the data, you did your analysis. Now you have to make this information available to the plant people to allow them to make the right decisions in their operational tasks. And so our tool has a key performance indicator 
dashboard uh-huh. that, oh, yeah. that brings that together yeah. and basically stitches all that together such that I can get leading indicators at your fingertips. I can give you a functional safety index, which is an overall measure of how safe is your facility. And, and my end goal is, is eventually somebody in management is bonus to make production of X but do it safely because I can bypass every interlock. I can ignore all testing. I can ignore all demands. I can ignore all failures and make a ton of production. Right. Yeah. But I'm very, very unsafe. You know, I'm driving the, the car down the highway yeah, in middle close. of rush hour traffic <laughs> with the kids in the back seat with no airbags and no brakes and no nothing. Yeah. But I got from point A to B, but it was very unsafe to do so. So if yeah. I can make it easy and obvious to know of, am I operating the facility safely? Yeah. Then we can make the world a safer place. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. That's great. So do you, do you have anything else to, that you want to maybe add that I didn't ask? My whole thing is, is cost effectively removing risk from the business. Yeah. And there yeah. wasn't a tool in the market that did that. And so that's why yeah. we created the tool and put it together to try to make this instead of a, a concept in academia, but make it something that happens in reality. Yeah. But, but I think you, you hit on the key points like this need to be easy and it need to be easy, accessible in a format to make the right decision that that facility engineer is that started out two to four years they don't know the subtleties of silk calculations and all yeah, the reliability yeah. math they may not be the process safety guru they yeah. may not have the inc background to know what if i add an intrinsically safe barrier what documentation needs to be updated all that's got to be simple yeah, to make yeah. it sustainable in the real world because they can't add a whole new discipline at these plants. No, and no. even if they wanted to, the expertise in the marketplace for certified functional safety experts or TV functional safety engineers, there's not enough humans to fill that, oh, at, right. to put that knowledge set at every facility. So I've got to have a tool that allows select knowledgeable individuals at the facilities, maybe even at the corporate level, make libraries. And the libraries can be instantiated by normal humans yeah. that are those two to four year experienced folks. Yeah, because the, the two year uh, experienced folks may m- need to make a decision about the plant running or not running, you know, or safely or not safely running. So yeah, we need to aid them in that, you know, so yeah. Okay, great, very interesting. So I appreciate your time today and uh, thanks for uh, being our guest. To our listeners, you can learn about the safety of the plant at Max A Solution website. Be sure to tune in for more episodes on hxgnradio.com or iTunes, SoundCloud or Stitchers Radio. Thanks for listening.